Good evening, good evening. Hi, how you doing? I hope you are doing great. I hope you are fine. Um, I can't believe we are on to episode nine already, and God good. And thank you so much for joining us again today. So today we're gonna talk about something I like to call toxic comfortability. And um. What is toxic comfortability? So toxic comfortability. Wait, is comfortability even a word? But yeah, that. But you know, just um, comfortably being in a position that is toxic. So what is toxic comfortability? Basically, uh, what I call toxic comfortability is just uh, a situation where somebody unconditionally accepts a painful situation or um, a situation that on a normal level somebody is not supposed to get comfortable so this is just basically when somebody gets too comfortable with the pain or the hurt or the anger or whatever unsettling feeling and situation that they are going through so when somebody gets comfortable with that situation that is what i call toxic comfortability so yeah literally just comfortable being in a toxic situation so uh, once again, toxic comfortability is just accepting unconditionally accepting the familiarity or just you know that safeness. Wait, is that even a word? But yeah, you just basically begin to feel safe in a toxic environment. So that's what I want to talk about today. So many other times that we go through painful situations, we go through hurtful situations and if not always most of these situations tend to stay longer than we anticipated the hurt tends to stay longer the pain tends to stay longer if not months others years and centuries and whatnot and then at the end of the day we no longer see that light at the end of the tunnel you know somebody would come and say no there's always light at the end of the tunnel but they are days you know they are just those hard days where you can't even see the light at the end of the tunnel you can't even think that it's gonna get brighter at the end of the day so you just get comfortable to say maybe this is my place you know you just feel this is my thing maybe i should just survive you understand like i just need to survive so today i am just here to tell somebody that honey god did not create you to survive god created you to thrive so whatever situation that you're going through whatever depression whatever hurt whatever post-traumatic stress disorder i just want you to know that god created you to thrive out of that situation and not to survive in that situation you should not get comfortable god doesn't want you to get comfortable in that situation so um something interesting happened yesterday so i had a conversation with one of my friends and with his permission of course uh i recorded the call and i just thought i should share with you guys like he really just brought out some really profound lesson in that conversation and i would just love you guys to you know hear it from him because coming from a fellow guy i'm sure it carries more weight so we had this very interesting conversation i was really blessed by it i was you know it was just thought provoking so kindly just stay tuned i really hope the recording is loud enough and audible enough for you to get a thing or two so stay blessed all right how are you all right thank you 
Okay, so um, today I just want uh, I wanted to remind us that we have one conversation because I feel like maybe coming from a person who's actually gone through something and the advice would carry some more weight than you know just talking about it from a theoretical point of view. Alrighty, so. He says somebody here was going to exactly going to what? Any anything? Um. Okay. So let me ask this question. Um. You know, like there are just those times in our lives where you are faced with like a situation where you feel like, okay, I can't get out of it. Um. Even if I can, I don't know how to get out of it. Maybe it's a situation or a problem or maybe um an addiction that you're fighting with. But in this case, I would want as to talk about uh, a traumatic event how you were able if you got if you've gone through one how you were able to just come out of it or if you've not come out of it yet how you managed to go through it and if you'd be comfortable maybe giving us like a real life scenario of what you've gone through okay so um when you talk of traumatic events and their impact on somebody's life ability to actually cope with them but then there is a general pain a general hurt that comes with it so like the old adage says life is 90% is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it so uh, if I'm going to cite an example um, I would go as far as my childhood when I was quite quite young exposed to some traumatic, traumatic, traumatic um, events, so to say. But anyways, I'll skip that. Let's just go to adulthood. <laughs> <Or> <laughs> yes, so in adulthood, for me, the most traumatic event that I can recall is a period when I lost somebody that I loved and stayed at, I was in a relationship with somebody that I imagined so for me that was that is the best example that I can cite of a traumatic event. Now during that phase when such instances happen, you would tend to hear a lot of voice from people, people who love and care for you. They will obviously tell you and try to tell you, no, it's not the end of the world, you know, this could happen and whatnot. Wait, sorry, but, let me just. Let me just ask the question. Sorry to cut you short. By losing, you mean like losing to death or a breakup? Yes. Losing to death. Okay. Yeah. So okay. losing to death, which is uh, different if I was to choose between losing somebody to a breakup or take a breakup or a death. But then um, you lose somebody to death, somebody you imagined a future with. And when such things happen, um, people will come in and they will tell you, no, don't worry, this happen just take heart um, but for me all those words were sounding really good but they they offered little or no comfort because the pain itself was just giving them fuels to whatever everybody else is going to say so in that period 
people would experience a certain type of faith that would blind you to the realities of life, a certain type of faith that would blind you to uh, the love and the care and the worth that you have, that faith would blind you to life itself. Uh, in that moment, others might even experience, uh, they would even start questioning Depression is something that is normal. For me, I believe depression, everybody has gone through an episode of depression once in a while in their life. So what matters is not you going through it uh, or you experiencing it, but your reaction to it. So there's attitude and chronic depression. Now, meaning being somebody I'm sorry, just kindly repeat that my line was breaking. Just kindly repeat that. Yeah, so I was saying um, depression is actually chronic, depending on how you are taking it yourself. Yes, and for me, being somebody who had knowledge, prior knowledge about depression and whatnot, from a theoretical point of view, I, I was trying to brave myself and all that was just all just never the same what you read about in books and what you actually go through yeah that's true so the moment you feel it you even get a of feelings you become an author of, of the same that you of the same pain that you went through and how you went through it but then coming back to your question now of how somebody goes through such a, a tedious period uh, somebody was telling me over it. Uh, so I, I started thinking, what does the word get over? Get over, it? yeah. But you just never get over things like, exactly. yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you get over it. You yeah. Doesn't so, yeah. I actually got to think about that and I was like, no. Uh, I came up with my own, my own theory, my own philosophy as regards to losing something in life. Yeah. We are certain things life that we will never get over. Oh, that's true. But what you can do, and that is the, the, the best thing, the best invitation, you will never move on, but you can always keep on. And there is oh, a significant difference in that. So, when somebody tells you to move on, be confident enough to tell them, I can never move on. That does not mean you are stuck. Does not mean you're stuck. You can be through um, loss of job, you can be through unemployment and whatnot. People will tell you move on. Move on, yeah. I believe my, my philosophy is nobody moves on from certain things in life. The best you can do is keep on. So I never know what do I move on. For me, I have had that experience of losing somebody I dearly loved. I have not moved on and I never move on. And if somebody comes to me and tells me that's your window now, I'll be like, nah, man, I cannot move on because I still cherish the memory that I had with her and I can still talk to her. I can still talk about her with somebody like just passing and it wouldn't even make me sad. But what I'm doing is I'm moving on. I've chosen to focus on the brighter part of life. Okay. So if I want 
Exactly, that's true. They just never leave completely. Sometimes all you need is just to vent it out, exactly. and then you get to find that after this, the only solution to this was me venting out, not somebody telling me what to do or how to get past it, but just me venting it out. So for me, one of, I don't even I don't know if I've ever told you this. Let me think. Ah, I doubt. So yeah, when I was like six or so, mm-hmm. I go through the same. Type of pain was going on. 
I was sexually molested by somebody who was trusted to keep a watch the eye after me. And I used to have post-traumatic stress disorder even when I'm in class. I would still have flashbacks of memories of that. And it used to disturb my school, but then I kept, and somehow, I don't know where I got the strength from, but I kept it in check. I, I never let it reach to that extent. So when she confided in me, I told her she had gone through that, I smiled. And she was like, why are you smiling? Then I told her my story. The time I was telling her that I was our head boy of the school, and I was doing pretty good at school. I was fairly doing well. And if I can able to manage stress at a tender age and still keep my grades up like that. It gave her a source of encouragement. So every now and then I would talk to her and she's like, no, don't worry, just go and talk to somebody you trust. I was advising her to talk to somebody she trusts. Let alone, I never told anybody except her. And the only reason I told her is because she was going through the same problem. So I tried to be strong for her and, and, and just make sure she's, um, she's feeling better getting it of which she did she cleared and passed her um, junior high exams up until grade 10 and whatnot and then i was left with that burden alone again until i started talking i confided the next person i confided to was my great teacher she would observe me like we were pretty close uh, she was yeah she would observe me and be like, what's going on with you these days? Until I told her to say, okay, I've been having memories of what happened to me when I was a kid. You know how it is when you're a man, when you're a boy and you're going through that? Exactly. Society is like, not going to understand. Yes. You're just going to be judgmental and whatnot. You're like, ah, guys, it's not even big deal and whatnot. But then it's traumatic. It's just as traumatic as it is for a girl child as It uh, is a for a boy child. That's so true. Yeah. So I talked to her and she was like, no, don't worry. But then talk to somebody again. The next person I talked to was dad. And just in telling him that, I felt a sense of relief. It was just overwhelming. I was like, ah, I can't believe I did that. It was a burden that I I just put on myself and I was carrying it, not knowing somebody out there is going to help me carry it. So after talking to him, I just went on now, talking to, telling people that I know, okay, I would even tell people that I know are going to start making fun of me, but then they wouldn't even understand where I'm getting this. Yeah. I'm just saying it because I'm just saying it because uh, I want it out. Yes, I want it out. I don't care when I'm talking to a wall, a monkey, a cow, <laughs> or a cat or a dog. Yeah, I'll just say it. Uh, there's that phrase they say you just shout on top of your voice and just yell to the sky and that gives you that is therapeutic as well. Uh, instead of you just getting into your anger, you just shout to the skies and whatnot. Yes, so after talking to a couple of people, I just became open about it. I tell almost anybody, I don't care if you're going to start questioning me or judging me. Uh, fact is, I have lived on, I've not moved on because I still have memories. I can vividly remember a time when I was that age, but then it has not stressed me. It doesn't, and it will never stress me. Those days are. Are gone just like when I lost Sheba. The memories of her that I would have back then they would stress me. The pictures and videos that I would watch and they would stress me. The memories of Facebook and whatnot uh, that are there back then they would stress me. But now I 
I, I have a sense of relief. And um, what I find out gives the people that I relationship out there is when you're with somebody, make sure let them know how much you love them and how much um, you love Just a second, let me call you back. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Oh, sorry. Yes, sorry, you are saying? Sometimes I think we are so blind to what happens to people around us. I mean, I've known you for like a whole life of time, and then I had to see you doing And it's just so inspiring that you are this strong. And I just feel like, you know, um, one thing that I can tell you is embrace your scars, like you said. You know, um, our scars are not there to remind us of know how hurt you were or maybe how exposed to the things that we went through were but sometimes I just feel like our scars are there to remind us that we are strong we were able to get through whatever uh, life had thrown at us you know exactly so for me um, I don't there's a part of me that used to question why why is it that I have to go through this I went through that. Mm-hmm. I'm still going through this. Mm-hmm. And then I got thinking. If it was somebody that I know, I just told my friend this bluntly. I was like, dude, if you went through half the shit that I've gone through in life, mm-hmm. you'll probably be messed up. And he agreed. I was like, yeah, I'll probably be messed up. I think God, God just knows what kind of burden to give you. Like he prepares exactly. the strength in, in advance. What you went through would break me. What I went through would break you. So he just basically gives the strength for whatever you go through. Exactly. And, and when you talk about um, another aspect of, of, of healing that, that we humans approach is the religious part. Mm-hmm. So for those of us who are Christians, we, it is written to say, he cannot give you a task that you are not able to handle. Exactly. Uh, so... God will not put you through hellfire if he knows you're not going to stand it. He will not put you in the den of lion if he knows you're not going to come out victorious. He's not going to put you in, in the stomach of the fish and, 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 and know you're going to die in there. That's true. No. So whatever circumstances, whatever pain, whatever trials you're going through, it's because the Lord knows he is going to strengthen you for that. And um, let me just get religious a little bit. Shout hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. You know, I'm up for that any day, any time. Yeah. Yeah. There's a passage in, in scriptures that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah. That, that scripture is greatly misquoted. Mm-hmm. What it means is, it doesn't mean you can do everything. No. It okay. means you can do everything through Him. Christ who strengthens you. He strengthens you not for everything. He strengthens you for the things that he wants you to go through. Oh, preach on, brother. Not just for <laughs> everything. Because if you say for everything, meaning everything that I want, I'm going to, I'm I'm going going to, to go through it. Yeah. No. The Lord has already strengthened you for something that he wants you to go through. The person who wrote that scripture was where? He was in captivity. He wrote that scripture. He was in exile, in fact. Mm. No, how can somebody in exile say, I can do things through Christ who strengthens me? So he knew to say the things, even when he was in exile, Mm -hmm. I believe it's Daniel who wrote that, even when he was in exile, he knew to say being in exile is something that the Lord has strengthened him for. Otherwise, I can do things when the Lord has not strengthened him for that. So I go through pain. I know I can go through the pain because the Lord has strengthened me to come out and live on. Actually, Paul who said that the apostle. Oh, it was yeah, it was Paul, yeah. So yes, that is that is a whole religious perspective. I just went hallelujah on you. (laughs) You have to send your seeds. On my mobile money, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm extorting people here, <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for that advice. Um, I, I'm strengthened myself, and I believe it's gonna go a long way. Somebody out there who's listening, going through what you went through, something similar. Um, I'm sure um, I believe somebody has gotten a thing or two to strengthen them. I mean, it's been, yeah. The thing that has stood out for me most is we might never move on, but we need as we on. need to live on. You know, yeah, like exactly. we just need to stretch. You can't be comfortable where pain is. You just have to stretch and live on. Exactly. And living on, I believe, doesn't mean that you like, you know, shut yourself out of whatever mm-hmm. happens because you have memories with the people that you lost. And death, trust me, in as much as death has, you know, death takes away pain, but I believe it also gives. Um, it Death gives what I mean by death is. Um, death gives us a whole chance to love on other people that have remained. Exactly. Like it just gives us a different perspective on loving the people who remain. Yes, we appreciate exactly. the people that are remaining. And it also just gives us a whole different dependency on God because we know that something has left us and the only person who can fill that void is God. Exactly. So thank you so much for coming through and I really appreciate you being brave enough to share your story with us today. Thank, Thank you, you for so having much. me. Have me again, and then send the definitely. Well. <laughs> definitely, Papa. <will> <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Alrighty. Alright. Bye. So yeah, thanks. That was my friend. I mean, yeah. Now, now I can believe that he's my friend. <laughs> oh yeah. So that was my good friend, Elias Katulunde. Thank you so much for 
um, sharing your story. It it has really meant a lot. And um, our conversation last night just gave me a whole uh, perspective on things. Like, it just left me thinking. You know, these conversations are thought-provoking, hey? And um, it just left me thinking to, to say, you know what, um, comfort sometimes is not what we need. Like, we do not want need to get comfortable in a situation. Like, today's topic is toxic comfortability. One thing about comfort is um, it has an ability, you know, it just has an ability to make you stay in one place for a very long time. You stay in the same place. It just has, you know, it just has you at a situation where it is telling you certain lies. It keeps on telling you lies that you need to embrace your situation more than you need to embrace the healing. So I we just want to tell you something to say whenever you're going through a situation go through it with grace let god go through it with you to a point where he leads you the bible says though you walk through the valleys of death and in the fire and whatever situation that you go through i am with you so just allow god to walk with you in whatever situation you are do not allow yourself to stay in one place if you are in the fire do not get comfortable with the heat of that burning furnace that you're going through be at a place where you get so uncomfortable that you want to walk through that fire to the end of the line where it is not burning. You know, comfort has this bad habit of keeping you... It's, it's a bad mindset, actually. It's just a mindset and it will keep you there as long as you are willing, as long as you allow it to be there. So you need to break out of that comfort zone. You need to just stretch. Healing hurts. I always tell people this. Healing hurts. It's a process that hurts. It will require you to make certain decisions that were, that are not comfortable and you need to stretch. Stretching is not something that is um, pretty. You know, going through certain situations, the first step is you accept that you're going through a situation and now make a decision to get out of that situation at all costs. Be so gracious to yourself that you don't beat yourself around it. One thing that I really loved about this conversation is the point where he said, live on. Live on. Whatever happened, happened, but you need to live on. So it happened today. Remember, there is a tomorrow. What are you going to do with your tomorrow? Are you going to sit down and mop and sob about yesterday? Or you're going to hurt yourself You hurt you to hurt your way out of that situation? Make Sometimes you just desire, you, you need to design comfortability and then that uncomfortable situation, you can't get comfortable with it. Detest the fact that you would want to get comfortable with a certain situation. So that was it for tonight. I believe um, we've learned a thing or two from our brother who shared his story today and I'm praying for you and I just hope that God gives you the grace and the courage to live on, you know. Moving on is not necessarily uh, forcing you to forget the memories or whatever that happened with you, but we are encouraging you today. My friend is encouraging you today to live on. Embrace your scars. Do not try to beautify them. Like he said, do not try to add mascara, makeup, whatever to it. But embrace your scars. You know, uh, I was telling somebody this to say, you know, um, God is just saying that 
your tattoos, your scars are like warrior tattoos to remind you that God has always been gracious. God has always been faithful and he will get you out of whatever situation you are going through. Losing somebody is something that is really hurtful. And God just gives us a certain grace that we need to, that allows us, you know, to go through these things. And he just opens our eyes to, to, to love other people differently the people that have remained with us and just to depend on him solely understand so most um finally let me just leave you guys with this uh you should know your identity outside your brokenness you know as much as you are broken you should know your identity outside your brokenness you are somebody else outside that brokenness you are not your brokenness you are not your hurt you are not your situation so know yourself know your identity outside that situation and begin to crave for that person that is outside that situation and when you begin to crave for that person that is outside that situation that is outside that hurt there is just a different energy in you that begins to desire to get to that point of healing, to that point of wholeness. Understand? So, yeah, that's it for today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening in to me. Oh, before I go, one thing about comfort is it doesn't like change. That's one thing for sure. Comfort doesn't like change. It just wants to be there. It just wants you to be there nursing your wounds forever. You know, it's okay to be hurt. It's okay to mourn. But it is also not okay to prolong the process of healing. You need to make a decision. And comfort won't allow you to make that decision if you allow it. So one thing about comfort is it doesn't like change. It doesn't like you embarking on new territories or just, you know, getting a better. Comfort is possessive. It just wants you in a certain place. But do not allow it. Never allow it. Stretch your hands for the for the hand of God. Stretch your hand for the merciful hand of God and the comfort of God. So that you He just gets there with you and gets through goes through the situation that you're going through with him. Thank you so much for listening in for on today's episode. Don't get too comfortable with that pain my brother seek healing it's gonna hurt it's gonna be hard some days are gonna be harder than others but the healing is definitely worth it thank you so much alas for that wonderful conversation looking forward to more conversations like this although most of the times all we do is fight but yeah that was an amazing conversation and i'm looking forward to such conversations and thank you so much for everybody who listened in I love you, but Jesus loves you best and he wants you whole. So pursue him, pursue him, pursue him and you'll get to a place where he wants you to be. Have a blessed evening. I love you. Bye.